Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello again, and welcome to another Ominous Origins podcast with me, Casey. Of course, this episode is brought to you by MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Now, while Women in Horror Month may be coming to an end very soon, it doesn't mean all that great content is going anywhere, so be sure to check it out at MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Today's guest is another podcaster. Her name is Danielle, and she is a co-host of The Ghoulish Cast. Now, The Ghoulish Cast is a great podcast that features interviews with directors, writers, artists, actors, anything you want, they'll have it. And Danielle was kind enough to sit down on the other side of the interviewing table to chat with me about her experiences in podcasting, in horror, and other internet mediums such as YouTube and Twitch. She's an avid gamer and movie lover. This is Danielle from the Ghoulish Cast. Ominous. Ominous. It is an adjective. Sounds like someone breathing. Ominous. All right, I am here with Danielle from the Ghoulish Podcast. And uh, so how are you doing today? I am good. It's awesome. Sunday. It's it uh, cloudy outside, which is the best. <laughs> Fair enough. And <laughs> I have no plans today, so just been playing video games, so it's been very good. Awesome. What are you playing? Um, first, I was playing some Red Dead, um, and then my sister and I have been like super deep into Terraria, <laughs> which oh, yeah. is a game a game I never thought I would get into because like when Terraria and Minecraft came out, I had a person try to invite me to play it and I was like, man, this just does not seem like my type of game. And then Terraria like has like zombies and the Eye of Cthulhu and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> maybe it's kind of tight. So yeah. even I was straight addicted immediately. So <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely one of those games where it's once you start, it's hard to put down. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I kind of expected like yeah, you know, Resident Evil or something. <laughs> Terraria is fine too, I guess. Yeah, um, it's weird because horror games like they're few and far between of what I play. Like I'll play them and then beat them, and then I don't really play them again. So right. it's like the only one that I played solid or would like stream on twitch would be um dead by daylight but man i just suck at that game (laughs) like it's i'm so bad and i'm just always they call me the um my friends would call me first down danielle (laughs) because i would always be the one that would die first and i'm like dude that's not a fun name (laughs) that's bullying come on yeah that's mean (laughs) do you uh twitch on uh twitch on stream do you stream on twitch often (laughs) Um, I did before, and then we tried to pull it into the umbrella of our podcast and our website and videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, with working, I couldn't get a solid schedule, so yeah. I was like, okay, I'll revamp it to make it my own again. And then when I did that, I kind of was like, okay, I want to revamp everything, which was overwhelming, mm-hmm. and then I stopped doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna, I want to try to pick it up again. Um, I'm going to try to pick it up when Little Nightmares 2 comes out because, oh my god, I loved that game. That's a good game. I can't wait for the second one. Fair enough. There you go. 
You learn something yeah. new just in the first like two minutes. It's true. Perfect. I'm I'm very talkative, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering you're a podcast host, I should hope that uh, you have the the gift of the gab, so to speak. True. That yeah. would be uh, not good. Yeah. If I didn't <laughs> like to talk to people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Danielle. This is uh, a podcast. And, That's uh, it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the podcast, it is a really cool. Uh, thing I don't, I don't want to keep saying the word podcast so i'm just gonna put a thing there uh that you got going on uh you have a ton of great guests uh you and your host uh, anthony uh have interviewed people such as most recently uh sandy king carpenter and mm-hmm. millie shapiro uh so what is it like when you get some of these bigger names on there like uh like millie shapiro what was that like interviewing um, her yeah so anthony and i will we get this question a lot of how do you get the, go- the ghosts? Well, that's a funny, that's a fun <laughs> word, but how do you get the guests on your show? And honestly, there's no like cool answer. It's kind of just like we ask and they say yes or no. And then they come on. Um, we do a lot of research, a lot of like with social media lately, a lot of people have Twitter and Facebook. Like um, we got the, um, director of creep patrick bryce we got him just straight through twitter um we got uh natasha from um fangoria through facebook so it's kind of like we just reach out and see what happens but when it does happen like millie shapiro or uh sandy king carpenter we will see the email one of us will see the email and then text each other and we're like guess what and we like fan like there's <laughs> there's really no time that that doesn't become like not still be like freaking crazy yeah um so we fangirl a bunch and then we get our stuff together write the questions go over it and then we do the interview and then as soon as they hang up we call each other back and kind of scream again and like fangirl <laughs> and we're like oh my god that went so well because Luckily, knock on wood, we have not had any guests that haven't been just like a delight to have on the show. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 insane um, when I rewatch the movies, because I'll usually watch a movie or like visit whatever creation they made um, to c- either research or just catch up or see it again because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I watched Hereditary and I'm like, I can't believe that I talked to that person right there on screen. Yeah. I can't believe it, you know? Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's a little surreal sometimes. It is. Yeah. So uh, whose idea or how did the idea begin for the podcast? So I added Anthony on Twitter. One of us added the other one because we were just commenting on each other's stuff all the time because the horror community on Twitter is so tight anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had another podcast that fell through uh, because, honestly, we didn't really know what we were doing. <laughs> and we we had too many ideas, like scary video games, scary movies, scary mm-hmm. TV shows. It was just too much to put in a podcast. Um, but I bought all the podcast stuff and I was like, okay, well, I have all this stuff. Um, and Anthony and Something Ghoulish was like already a cool thing. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to tell him I have the stuff and maybe he'll want me on. And so I messaged him. I'm like, Hey, thanks for like adding me and your YouTube channels, uh, sweet. And you do cool stuff. If you ever need a podcast partner, like, let me know. And he's like, 
actually, I want <laughs> to start one in January. And I was like, okay. And so we got together and um, I didn't really know what he wanted to do because, you know, usually a, a horror podcast is reviewing movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are we just going to be another review podcast? Who knows? And then we kind of talked about um, interviewing creators and of course, immediately my list is like, okay, I want to do this one and I want to interview <laughs> this guy and this girl. And um, we got started in, I think, January of 2019. So we just pretty much celebrated our one year podcast mm-hmm. anniversary. Um, yeah, we don't even live in the same place. He lives in Florida. I live in Missouri. Yeah. So it's all over texting and Skype, but... Yeah. It's fun. No, that's, I mean, that's the glory of the internet, right? Like, we're thousands of miles apart, too, and here mm-hmm. we are. It's like we're in the same room. Yeah, in and the same podcast room with, yeah. everyone, with everyone else listening, too. Exactly. We all fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an audience. You can see all the faces. Yes. Uh, no, but it, it, it's a, it is a unique, unique way to do it. Uh, I, I know there's a couple of podcasts that are fairly large, uh, like the, the last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're remotely close to each other i think a couple of them are in new york a couple are in la or something like that so oh wow yeah they make it work and it, they have great chemistry and i don't know if i haven't listened to a, a great deal of all their their content but mm-hmm. they've I, I don't know if they're like childhood friends or not that just kind of kept in touch or they're just some people who are like kind of like you and anthony are just like hey well, let's a, do this let's start a podcast you have a cool voice you're funny let's do this right yeah i mean that's pretty much all it takes to start a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And then you do a couple and you're like, okay, so um, we didn't know what we were doing there, <laughs> yeah. but we did know what we were doing there. So let's keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And constantly, I mean, Anthony's brain, he's like the smartest guy I've ever met in my whole life. And he just is constantly thinking of new ways we can improve stuff. And I'm always like, I'm here for the ride. So if you have a new idea, I can be your hype man and tell you I'll try it because I don't care. I'll do it. Right. And so he's just really cool to work with. Yeah. And that's kind of the, the glory of having your own podcast when mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about a an executive producer or a, yeah. a director or something being like, that was terrible or that was great. And, you know, do this, do that. <laughs> it's your own thing. If it doesn't work, you move on to the next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yep. And editing is... Uh, key <laughs> yes yes who who does the editing does he is it you or anthony um he started the editing and then he was like hey i have a lot of stuff doing i'm doing with <laughs> something ghoulish because that's a, our whole um like production is the website um editorials videos podcast mm-hmm. and so he was like um if you have editing software and i have adobe like suite because i do photography too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so i was like yeah like i I can try it. I, I like to do that stuff. So yeah. um, now I do it. And it's really fun because, one, I get to listen to myself <laughs> um, <laughs> mess up a lot. And I'm like, okay, got to work on that. Um, but it helps you improve the, your style of asking questions. Yes. Um, uh, edit, Like I said, editing is a beautiful thing. If I mess up, I can just whoop, yep. pull that out of there. That didn't happen. Goodbye. Yeah. Yep. It's really funny because now that I edit, I told Anthony, um, I I can tell visually on the audio bar our ums. Yes. Like, 
I can tell where his is and mine are like how we say it. Mm -hmm. And so I just know where to cut out the ums. Yeah. Visually now it's, it's funny to me. Yeah. No, I, I know that trick too. I, (laughs) I worked in radio for a while and, uh, I could tell people's laughters who's laughing based on the (laughs) the lines on the track. Yeah. It's so funny to me. That's just such a cool thing. It's for such an audio centric thing. It's very visual on, on the back end anyway. Yeah. For for people like us who are like, oh, hey, look, it's another waveform. <laughs> yep, that, that guy's laughing again. <laughs> That's a breath. <laughs> I need to get that out. Um, so For sure. If you had, this may be jumping ahead a little bit, but it was just on my brain. Okay. I didn't want to forget to ask it. If you had one dream guest, if you could get oh. anybody... From the world of horror, I'll give you a couple. You don't have to name one. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, if you could, if there's a, a three or four people out there, maybe they're listening. You never know. And you wanted to interview them as a guest. Who? Um. Okay. So number one would be probably Nev Campbell. Oh. Because she is. I mean, Scream is my favorite franchise in horror. So mm-hmm. watching her growing up as like this badass like final girl and then she was in the craft and i don't know she was in an episode of are you afraid of the dark <laughs> so oh my gosh was yeah she, was she what episode was yeah that? um she, it's one where they go to the magic shop i think and i remember her being in it i'm like oh my god she's so small but back yeah. then like when i was younger i didn't know who that was right that's probably why um, i don't know she was in that yeah, but yeah, I'll I'll find it because I bought all ten seasons on Black Friday, so <laughs> I'll find it and send it to you. <laughs> yeah, there's actually um, oh, no story going. Oh, I I was gonna say my next one would probably be. Oh my god, it's so hard. I want so many people, but <laughs> um, I think it would be really cool to have. Uh, why can't I think of her name right now? Linda Blair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Linda Blair would be cool. Mm-hmm. And then if it was someone who I ultimately would love to talk to, but I know I can't, it would be Wes Craven. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I just want to pick his brain. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. yeah. But again, there's like a billion, of a billion of people yeah. I'd want. But those are the top three that I thought of just now in my head. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, yeah. Have you ever had... Uh, anybody approach you to be interviewed that you just didn't think was the right fit that you had to turn away or have you always been kind of blessed with who you've been able to to talk to we did we had a f- we've had a few um that kind of reached out and had like a, a youtube channel or like a um channel online that would review like movies um or horror games mm-hmm. um, but they just they were like I've never been on a podcast I don't have any podcast gear mm-hmm. um, I don't really like they just I don't know that we ha- we didn't really turn them away but we just kind of said like hey this like not right now basically yeah and so we could kind of give them a chance to up up their game without telling them hey you need to up your game <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know kind of give them a, a chance to grow before they get on here and kind of it you know we're not we interview people so we can get their name out like we did um adam egypt mm-hmm. or what's his point. what's his last name i can't remember because he has three names yeah it was uh adam egypt uh 
I was just looking at it. Dang it. Adam uh, Egypt. Mortimer? Something like that. But, you know, his Daniel yeah, isn't Mortimer, real hadn't yeah. yeah, okay. Daniel isn't real hadn't come out and that's like one of the biggest examples to me is he didn't really um have anyone talking about the movie because it was like an indie movie. So a lot of people talk about who we want to get on the show, but I really like people to come to us to say, hey, I'd like to be on your show because I'm creating something new. Right. Um, and we have a lot of indie creators come on too, but we really haven't in a while. But um, so so that is one person or one thing we look into is, you know, we want to grow you, but we want you to grow yourself first, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's almost like if, if they come on too early, they could sabotage themselves. Yeah. Oh, and it won't really be helping them because people like we are also growing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like if you don't if you're not at a point where you are ready to grow yet, we don't want to just have you on there and it do nothing for you. And you're like, OK, that wasted my time. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if they're doing YouTube videos and they don't have proper you know, sound equipment. <laughs> yeah you know that's that, that's kind of a red that flag also. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah in my mind if they're like oh can i like call you on my phone it's like don't you have a how do you record like <laughs> yeah. surely you do voiceovers on your videos you know or something yeah from like, your um email you're like all you gotta have is a headphone and mic yeah. hopefully i bet you're like hopefully you have that hello well for, for <laughs> i assumed you did but uh, I've, I've done uh in the past week uh, how 10-ish interviews oh, at this wow. point for Women in Horror Month. And awesome. It, it, it's been great, uh, but it, it has its ups and downs when you're trying to coordinate with so many different people mm-hmm. uh, through time zones. I've, I've interviewed like one person in my time zone. Like, how is that? I thought the <laughs> Eastern time zone had like a little bit bigger population, but I mean, given the, the field, it makes sense. A lot of people are out West. Yeah, um, true. But uh, yeah, some were like, oh, I don't have headphones or, you know, can I use my phone? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess. But if you're contacting us, I would have just assumed that you had something. Yeah, because <laughs> you know help a podcast. With. Yeah, I, I've done a few that I'm going to have to really hit the audio engineering bay with, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, but yeah, we inter... Go on. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's we, uh, the problem with remote. <laughs> very, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, Anthony and I had to get that down where we'd be like, oh, oh no, you, oh, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we got to figure this out. But um, we interviewed a guy named Don Glute, and uh, he um, is so fun. And he has, like, all this horror stuff in his house, and we were talking to him about, like, he made a, a coffee table book of horror, and um, he called in on his phone, and it sounded like he was on this old, like, rotary phone. <laughs> the calling from a toaster. Yeah. yeah, and so it was kind of cool. Like afterwards, Anthony's like, "It sounded like he was like calling us from the beyond. Like, he was, <laughs> like he was a ghost. You're talking to him. Like, honestly, I kind of love that. Yeah, there is a certain quality to that, like lo-fi sound that mm-hmm. really sticks out, which is cool and all. But it's more so when they're not using headphones or something. Then it's just like an um, echo." Yes. And then it's just like, oh, no. But uh, I know. Yeah. And I I know there's usually the problem when they have headphones in that are um, Apple headphones and they're using the microphone on it. And it's always like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You hear the cord like shuffling yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, or big trucks because oh. I live in the Midwest. So. Yeah. That's all right. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're doing it live, so. We're doing it live, straight yeah. from the Bible Belt. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you mentioned photography uh, as mm-hmm. well. Uh, is it horror photography? Is it that kind of like your day job? Is it portraits? What do you do with the photography? So photography is a side gig that I do. Um, and I started out doing it in like 2009. And I was like, okay, I want to make money doing this. You mm-hmm. know, I, I this is I want to be um, like a rich photographer, which is like <laughs> uh, not a synonymous sentence. But yeah. Um, and I, so I did all the cliche like portraits and weddings and um, engagement, which I still do sometimes, but I normally it's just people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found like my niche audience or my niche, like what I'm good at was um, like fashion, odd fashion and, and horror photography. Mm-hmm. So I flipped my whole, whole, uh, company i guess or my (laughs) brand i guess um to unusual imagery and i do kind of like high fashion um like queer and drag queen photography okay and then horror photography as well so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a mix between the two and uh my younger sibling likes to model for me so they're always the ones that's in most of my photos being weird. And (laughs) (laughs) since we're so comfortable with each other, I'm like, yeah, go ahead and just put this weird thing on your head and let's try to take a picture. So yeah, I do a lot of weird stuff. I haven't done it lately because we've been doing the podcast and video games and work and holidays. So, and it's cold as shit here. So here too. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, I haven't been doing it lately, but I really, really love it. Um, I've had some of my stuff published in Dark Beauty Magazine, which if anyone listening has not followed them, it's Dark Beauty Mag on Instagram, and they are incredible. Um, They actually had the photographer featured um, on there before he was casted to do... I don't know if that's the word casted, but hired to... His pictures were used for the American Horror Story with the baby. And oh, like demon hand. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he took that picture and then they reached out to him through his stuff because they saw it on Dark Beauty, I'm guessing, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, hey, can we have this? And he's like, sure. <laughs> can we have this? I'm like, man, why them. not me? Yeah. Oh, I hope so, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I'm familiar with uh, Dark Beauty. Uh, it's wonderful. Submitted some stuff that never got anything from there. So oh, like, it took me seven years. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a tough gig out there. Yeah, um, and and I found that if you submit, like, they'll do it in tiers, you know, like 1, 7, 14. Okay. Seven's the sweet spot. If you do seven images and you pick your best ones, they'll usually pick one out of there. It's just too risky to do one at a time. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, unless it's, like, you know this is the money Award-winning, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, it's tough. But, you know, that's that's part of the game um, uh-huh. with being anything creative. Uh, absolutely to, to get your your name out there um and that's been a common theme with a lot of the, the interviews i've done is that mm-hmm. it's never been easier than today to put your stuff out there and do stuff something creative be it a podcast shoot a movie photography writing whatever the mm-hmm. only problem is everybody has the same opportunity and it's very yeah. difficult to kind of stand out there's pretty much no uh no what am I trying to say? There's no 
creative outlet that isn't flooded anymore. Yeah. Like photography used to be the one where you're like, good luck. Mm-hmm. But it's like everyone now, everyone puts, you can put whatever you want in your bio, you know, on Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, fl- everything's flooded. But, yes. but at the same time, um, that's, I mean, that's the way we've connected with so many creators in the industry. So everyone talks about a bad game about social media, but I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I have had nothing but good stuff come out of social media. Yeah. Again, that's kind of a a common theme is that a lot of people use social media. If you know how to use it, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people like I'm absolutely terrible with social media. (laughs) It's atrocious. Like I'll post new episode up. Don't hear from me for a week. Yeah. You know, so I'm very bad at it. But there are some people who are very, very good at it, and that's how they get their name out there. That's how they get mm-hmm. their their stuff. And uh, I, I'm assuming, like you added me to Twitter about an hour ago or so, mm-hmm. um, so I haven't had a chance to to take a look at your account. But I can only assume that you have a very good social media <laughs> presence. <laughs> I have a very um, how you say very uh, busy presence i'm always on there doing something so i'm the opposite of you yeah i spend too much time (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i just i just don't think people care about you know like what i had for breakfast which is what i always attribute social media to because i guess i'm old i don't know (laughs) oh yeah my husband doesn't get it like when we first started dating i'm like babe why don't you like post on facebook that you love me and tell everyone (laughs) how good i am and he's just like i don't get it i don't they don't care about that. And I'm like, well, I care about that. But yeah. like now I don't care. But um, like I'm that person that's like, oh, I, you know, last night we went out for Valentine's Day and I we went to this Korean barbecue place where you cook at the table. Mm-hmm. And I'm like a little kid. If I if something new is <laughs> happening, I'm like, oh, like I'm uh, visibly like excited. And so I was like freaking out and I was taking videos on my Instagram story like every two seconds. I'm like, OK, I have to quit. I have to actually be here. <laughs> And my husband's just the opposite. He's like, everything we do is like spit in our own. He like spins his, he's like, this is our own private life. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like people to know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that, that's totally fair. Uh, and I, I do understand that side too. I just not good at it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a certain well, thing people have that makes them good with social media. And it uh, is, it takes practice. It does take practice. I had Twitter for about four years before I understood it. I was like, I don't get it. I don't get what, <laughs> like, why am I seeing everyone's likes or like retweets of stuff? I just didn't get it. I'm like, I don't understand because when I started with social media, it was MySpace and Zanga. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, uh, this is easy. This is the easy stuff. And then Twitter came and I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to MySpace. Especially for something as simple as a concept. It is so simple. Is, it, it, like, Hundred well, I know it's like two hundred something characters now, but back uh-huh. in the day it was hundred and forty, and like you just got whatever you said it, post it, done. Yep, yeah, it's pretty easy. It was weird. It was that's one it way was to look. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it still technically is kind of weird. I mean you're sharing true, you know your life or parts of your life with uh, you know an infinite amount of people theoretically. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you, celebrities like you know I it always stands out to me. Um. Hillary Duff, she posted on Instagram once, like, a selfie, and she's like, hey, I look like crap today, like, 
paparazzi can't touch me now. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. Like with social media, paparazzi's like, I mean, obviously they're digging for worse stuff now, but yeah. yeah. Um, but like it's crazy. Like whenever they post pictures of like you know famous women not wearing makeup holding starbucks it's like yeah dude we already saw that on our story yeah it's like was, dang it that was snapchatted <laughs> an hour ago yeah. <laughs> yeah you're behind the times buddy exactly but, yeah it's 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 a fascinating thing and like you said it, it can lead to people taking their power back in that sort of sense mm-hmm. uh especially as you mentioned like the worst stuff you know like nude leaks or hacks or something like yeah. that and it, but it does kind of again empower them to be like okay, well, you're not making money off my naked body because I'm just going to give it away for free now. <laughs> yep. Screw you, buddy. You know, yep. like, Or you have to pay for it and haha, like, yeah. I'm going to make money off of it now. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's it's empowering to a degree, especially more for yeah. women in that sense, I'd imagine, because not too many, like, you know, dudes getting <laughs> hacked. Yeah, for, not for, many. If you, pretty much if you want a guy's picture of that, you just ask him. <laughs> or don't and i'll just give it or to you don't, yeah, just join <laughs> tinder or something you get it eventually. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> oh funny <laughs> yeah that's that's the internet that's the other side of the internet that is, that stuff. is that's one side of it that is the dark side sure. um but when you started the uh the podcast with anthony mm-hmm. there uh do either of you have any background or training in it or was it just i want to do this um i don't think i don't think anthony had had a podcast before ours Mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever asked him that that's weird but (laughs) i know he worked on a worked for a different podcast i think he did like some social media stuff for them and we both listened to a bunch of podcasts obviously and watch uh, horror movies every day all day (laughs) but um i had the one that i had done before but we only had like five episodes out i think at that time Mm -hmm. um but no i didn't really we kind of just jumped in. Um, he has a lot of self training in like um, editing, video editing, audio editing, graphic design. Um, so he's really good in that area. Uh, but as far as podcast goes, nope, that was our first first go at it. Yeah. Well, besides your your previous attempt. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't talk about him. <laughs> Fair enough. He is fake. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I, it's just uh, when it comes to stuff like that, like uh, when people decide to go into a creative field, I always wonder uh, where the spark came from. Uh, you know, with especially with podcasting, because I mean, you could have a, a radio background or mm-hmm. uh, media schooling, whatever you know, broadcast degrees or media journalism or something. So that's just where that kind of came from. It, it's always just a question I always want to ask people: where you for know, sure, if it was something they. You know, ever since they're young or if it's something they fell into sort of thing. Yeah. And with podcasts, it's gotten so popular so fast. Oh, yeah. It blew up. Um, yeah, it blew up. And uh, I, like I said, I did Twitch streaming or like YouTube videos. I thought about doing YouTube videos just because I collect a whole bunch of horror stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like so unbelievably uncomfortable on camera. Like, mm. It makes me so nervous I get a headache. Oh, yeah? Wow. <laughs> and, and, like, it's not because I don't like how I look or anything, but it's just, like, are there technical difficulties? I don't know what, that it's happening, or um, is my camera set up fine? Should I get a better one? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just 
I can't get the perfect camera setup to do <laughs> like on camera stuff and it drives me insane. Um and on uh audio just podcasting, I'm like I can be myself without needing people to look at me. Oh yeah. <laughs> So I was like, that's why I picked podcasting, because I was like, I really want to talk about horror movies. It's all I do. It's all pretty much what I am all day, every day, is just looking at horror movie things, talking about horror movies with people, um, playing horror games, Mm -hmm. all, you know, that's just what I do. And I want to share that with people. And I wasn't really into doing a movie review podcast. Like, I listen to them Mm -hmm. and I like them, but there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Um, and I, I tried it before and it doesn't like, I don't know. I just didn't really know how to format a movie review podcast to where it could be different from anyone else. And I'm like, uh, I don't really want to do it. But when Anthony proposed interviewing people, I was like, Ooh, I've never interviewed people before either, (laughs) but that sounds fun. And I want to learn how to do that. So, um, I'm definitely growing into being an interviewer because I have, how you say reading comprehension comprehension issues. So if I have the questions in front of me, I sound like I'm reading them Mm, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I got to get over that. So that's an obstacle I'm going to overcome. Yeah. But other than that, it's easy breezy. I love it. Yeah. It's just talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I, not everybody has that. My wife, she can't. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, my husband cannot. Right. So there's a certain uh, skill involved with you know just talking to people making it sound natural and like you said there's that's the biggest thing I always found um back when I was in like broadcasting school and whatnot was mm-hmm. the instructors were always like you sound like you're reading to every <laughs> student like stop it like, get out uh, like the newspaper and smack the desk stop it <laughs> yeah you're like I am reading <laughs> yeah exactly right it's, it's one of those things that it's not easy to uh, translate like you said, mm-hmm. the, the the comprehension thing is like your brain's taking it in as information, but you're trying to spew it out as casual. Yeah. In like yep. a split second. <laughs> Man, and Anthony can just do it. He sounds I don't I don't know how many podcast episodes you listen to or if you watched any of the YouTube videos, but his voice is just like radio voice. Like he has the best voice. And I'm like, why can't it be me? <laughs> why can't I be the one that's like, hello? Oh, da, da, da. Yeah. But I'm just the quirky one. So wow. here I am. <laughs> and you need that as a kind of like a dynamic duo, right? You have it's to true. have the, the straight edge and then you got to have the, the color commentary, if you want to call mm-hmm. it that. And, you know, it it, it works. And I, I've listened to, I listened to the uh, Millie Shapiro one and the mm-hmm. one before that, but I have the memory of a goldfish when it comes to stuff like this. And I can't remember who it same. was. Same. So big same. Yeah. Um, uh, before Millie was, Oh, see, I don't have a good memory either. <laughs> we've, we've recorded a bunch for women in horror months. So we have a bunch recorded, just not out yet. Right. So I'm like, yeah. which one was which it? Out? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Brandon Meyer. Oh my gosh. I felt I was in love with that kid because <laughs> he was in um, Haunting Hour, R.L. Stein's Haunting Hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch a lot of kid shows. Hey, Don't worry about it. That's where all of us got started, <laughs> watching true. those kid shows, right? And we just still, I can't get away from him. But I didn't notice that he was the same. I was like, where do I know that guy from when I watched Color Out of Space? Mm-hmm. And then when I realized it was him, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm fangirling. And so Anthony's like, I gotta, I'm going to be out of town. You have to do this one by yourself. I'm like, 
but <laughs> I think it went okay, and he was really, really nice. Yeah, he's he he's also Canadian, so you know. Oh. Just uh, so he's you know step up. Yeah, well, he's, he actually. <laughs> I'm just looking at his uh, Wikipedia page here now. Mm. And he is from a town called Kitchener, which is about 15 minutes from where I am right now. Wow. Yeah. You guys could be friends. We could be. Could be. I <laughs> notice a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, or all of, goosebumps and haunting hours like Canadian actors. Yes, and um, are you afraid of the dark? I think it had a lot of Canadians in it. Too. Yeah, and same with that. And I don't, I don't really know why that is because I think they were originally produced in by a Canadian production company. Oh. I want to say I want to say especially are you afraid of the dark because. When I was a kid, there was a, a TV channel or a station, whatever you want to call it, called YTV. And I don't know if it's still a thing or not. Um, but they would air Goosebumps and they would air uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark and all those kind of spooky kid shows. And a lot of the kids, especially from Are You Afraid of the Dark around the campfire, ended up being hosts on oh. YTV. That's fine. <clears throat> or at least a couple of them anyway. Um, the, the skinny white guy. <laughs> that describes like, all of them, but he was—he yeah. was uh, the one with the glasses. I think so. Yeah. Okay. He—I'm pretty sure he became a host for YTV. Now I think he's actually a weatherman for the Canadian Weather Network. Wow, what a change! I think I might be thinking of the wrong guy, but in my head, that's it. where that that train's going. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I always thought it wasn't until actually a few years ago when I started uh, doing the podcast and looking more into other podcasts and, and creators mm. and stuff that I realized that Are You Afraid of the Dark was actually aired in the States. Yeah. I, I had it's no weird. Because I thought it was a strictly Canadian show because I'm like, I know all those people from other Canadian TV shows, which <laughs> usually are garbage TV shows, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I noticed a lot of Canadian... Um, famous Canadian actors are in Goosebumps. Like, uh, there's one with uh, Hayden Christensen. He's in it. And then there's one with, um, oh, what's his name? Everyone loves him. He's from Drive. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. He's yes. in one. And yeah, he I was don't know, a, it's just... I think he was in Are You Afraid of the Dark, too. Oh, was he? I think hmm. so. Could be wrong on that one, too. But I just always know when they say you know canadian words like about <laughs> i'm like oh another canadian yeah, kid yeah yeah we have that that little weird thing we do with the ou sound in about yes it's fun it's fun <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a british friend who's like stop saying it like there's a w in it i'm like shut up <laughs> yeah leave me alone this yeah. is how i was raised yeah, shut up a yeah, <laughs> I went to um, Madison, Wisconsin, and they have very northern accents yeah, there. Yeah. And oh my gosh, everywhere I went, they're like, "Oh, I love your tattoo. Yeah. I love your tattoo." <laughs> and like, I just loved how they were saying it to me. I'm like, "Keep talking to me." Yeah, yeah. It's almost like the the Minnesotan sort of accent. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that uh, kind of like mixture of like a Nordic Canadian sound. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, very, I can't put your finger on it, but it's very regional. It's it's just Fargo. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. It's Fargo yeah. language. That's what I call it. Just Fargo language. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> uh, so um, with your podcast there, you are doing some Women in Horror Month as well, which I saw mm -hmm. and which you've mentioned. 
Do you have any guests you're allowed to share the name of that you have coming up? Um, so we had Millie, Sandy, um, and actually we are looking into um, someone from the actual women in horror uh, like website or yeah, podcast. The, the, the whole like campaign that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're looking into someone from that, but if I'm honest, we haven't recorded anyone else. We just have them lined up to record. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so they're all surprises. Mm, nice. um, but the, I, I can give you a little hint after Women in Horror Month. Okay. We um, talked to a certain someone Oh. that has to do with the shows that we've been talking about. So we've been talking to someone from Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I'm not going to tell you who. <gasps> For a second, I think you're going to say Goosebumps. I was just going to blurt out R.L. Stein. <laughs> um, if I talk to R.L. Stein, I might die. But <laughs> uh, it's a dream, and I have contacted some people, but he's doing this big old book tour going around. Oh, yeah. Like, he's always touring, no matter. Like, I see him post all the time, just him with a bunch of children, a bunch of Goosebumps books in different states, and I'm like, dude, go home so I can talk to you. <laughs> Stop promoting yourself and let me talk to you for yeah. a second just you can still promote yourself just on my podcast yeah right? through me yeah but wow. um we tried to get uh, we had tim jacobus on that did the illustrations for the books and that was way earlier so we were kind we were confident but we weren't like hey can you get Earl stein on here for us but i wish that we would have been yeah, <laughs> so i was like if you ever talk to him yeah. Get him on here for us. But um, I have a funny story about R.L. Stein. So I have R.L. Stein on the back of my leg. I have a tattoo in like a, a frame um, with like a book underneath. And I got it outlined, but it hurt so bad that I did not get it colored in yet. So I posted it and tagged him in it. And I was like, I got your face on me. <laughs> and he shared it. And he, he put it on Instagram and he said, the caption said, this is a real woman's leg, period. That's it. That's all I said. And I was like, hey, that's me. And uh, then a friend of mine was going to meet him. And he's like, I have an extra book if you want me to get it signed for you. And I was like, yes, please. And so he walked up to him and he's like, can I get this extra book signed for you? My friend has a tattoo of you on her leg. And R.L. Stein said, I know who that is. I shared her picture. Um, And he said, I don't really know what she wants me to do with that because I don't like tattoos. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh no, but it was very like RL Stein of him to say that. Right. Like his dry ass humor. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's very funny, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm still getting it colored in. So you can't, you can't stop me. Wait, you're halfway there. Can't stop now. Mm-hmm. Where, exactly. where on your leg is it that, that it hurts? So My bad? whole calf. Oh uh, yeah. I guess it'll take it was terrible. After a while. Yeah. It was, I have two tattoos on my left calf. Mm-hmm. And you know they're like smaller, so they did them in separate sessions. And I was like, "Ooh, calf is a piece of cake, no big deal." Yeah, it's a nice meaty like, part. Yeah. yeah, it like kind of hurts. And then I did that whole the whole like ankle to bottom of my knee, like my mm. knee ditch. And I was like, mm. "Okay, yeah, okay, that the, the middle portion's okay. Once you get closer to the bone and the tendons and stuff, it's terrible. It's, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like." I'm sorry. I need to not. And my my tattoo artist is like, it's okay. I have a lot of people do that on the calf. I'm like, oh, I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. When you got to, when you get tattoos, do you get them like quoted beforehand, the pricing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I have one on my back, and 
uh, it's like kind of a, not huge, but it's maybe about eight inches long, four inches wide of the Cheshire cat. Oh. And, uh, that hurt. <laughs> it took like yeah. four and a half hours to do. And that's about my limit. Three and a half to four hours yeah. where I'm like, Hey, I think I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but I remember him, the guy quoting me, he was like, okay, it'd, it'd be uh, 350 to 450. Hmm. And, and I know, and I know this now because I have a tattooist <laughs> friend who's like, yeah, we do that because if you're kind of like giving us a hard time in the seat, we're going to charge you more. Yeah. And by the end of that, I was like, ah, nah. <laughs> and I got charged like the 425. I was like, fuck. Yeah. You're like, dang <laughs> it. I should up. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I never knew they did that. Yeah. But I could, I could see it because they're like, okay, you're making me take longer. Yeah, you're being a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. all my other tattoos have been the lowest quote. But this guy was mm-hmm. just like, no, <laughs> pay up. Yeah, you're doing the whole on you, big baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, it hurt. Stop. Leave me alone. But, uh, um, <laughs> man, the, I went, the girl that I go to now that's done both of my legs, I dedicated my legs to horror movies. But so... I started with her. I'm like, okay, because she loves horror movies, and she was so excited. And we started with a Bigfoot, and he's like probably the length of my whole calf, but it's just on the side of my leg. Okay. And I was like, this will be easy. Oh my god, it was like third worst tattoo I've ever got in my whole <laughs> life. And she did the whole thing. I didn't have her stop, but I, I'm like, I'm surprised you had me even come back because I was being a little shit. <laughs> like every two seconds, I'm like, how done are you? Are you almost done? Are you are you done with the Bigfoot at least? What are you doing now? Like I just yeah, kept, yeah, yeah. like I don't cry or like pass out, but I have mm-hmm. to know exactly what like where we're at. Yeah, you need or to else know I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like I'm an anxious mess. <laughs> but everyone's like, you have so many tattoos, it must be easy for you. I'm like, fuck no, no. I hate getting tattooed. Yeah, it's it, the worst day if, on the planet. Yeah, it never gets easier. Uh-uh. No, it's like just because you get blood work done doesn't mean. You know, do you like going after you've gone <laughs> yeah. 10 times? Like, are you looking forward to it? Are you looking forward to get your arm stuck with a needle 15,000 times in a second? I yeah. Don't think so. Ugh. Yeah. Nope. But nope. Hey, the things we do for the things we love. Yeah. Dedicate. <laughs> Dedication. To the horror. Yeah. Horror community. Oh, fair enough. All righty. Uh, so, before we wrap this all up, uh, share all your social medias and your website and where people can find your podcast. Yeah, so our podcast is Ghoulish Cast. We are on every platform, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Libsyn. Um, you can also go onto our website, somethingghoulish.com. We have all of our podcasts there, um, editorials we've done. We actually have some new ones out, I think, for Women in Horror, but I'm not sure. But we have a bunch of cool ones. Um and we have creators or writers come just from from all over that want to share a piece. So if you see us on Twitter, um, our Twitter is at Ghoulish Show for something ghoulish and at Ghoulish Cast for our podcast. Um, but if you hit us up on our Something Ghoulish Twitter um, and you want to write for us, just hit us up and we can give you our email to send us like a, a test editorial and mm-hmm. see if we want to pu- publish it for you. So... We're poor. We can't pay you, but hey, we'll <laughs> we'll put your name and your picture under there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Instagram we have at something ghoulish. Um, I think that's it. That's all. Oh, YouTube. 
something ghoulish on YouTube. Uh, we're taking a break from YouTube right now, but we're coming back in the summer okay. around late summer and Halloween. So catch up with all of our videos and then you'll be ready. Perfect. Well, yeah. Danielle, I really want to thank you for coming by and uh, sharing some of your stories and your insights into the world of podcasting. Yeah. So it was, it was fun. It was fun. Y- you got to be on the other side of the interview table. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, right? <laughs> it is. It's different. I'm like, what are you? What's he gonna ask me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could break out like the whole. So, what do you think of Donald Trump? Sort of. Oh gosh, you don't. Know. <laughs> we, we can don't, go into that. We but... don't need to go there. That's okay. <laughs> That's always like the joke question. I'll be like, yeah. So I'm not gonna ask any hard hitting questions, and then before I start recording, I'll pretend to be like, so what do you think of Trump? And people are like, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> the only thing I'll say is you're lucky that you don't live here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably the the general consensus. But yeah. again, that's for a different podcast. For sure. <laughs> that's for not sure. for this one. All yep. right. So uh, thank you again for sitting down and talking. It was great fun. Yeah, very much fun. My name is Casey, and this has been the Ominous Origins Podcast. If you like what you heard, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on social media, on Twitter, at HorrorShotsProd, as in production, on Facebook, at HorrorShots, Instagram, at HorrorShotsPhotography, and if you do want to support the podcast monetarily, you can absolutely do that as well by hitting up my Patreon, at patreon.com slash HorrorShots. Lastly, if you want to show your pride for the show, you can do that as well. I do have a Redbubble store where you can get the Ominous Origins logo. You can also get the Horror Shots logo, as well as some original work that I've done in the past. And that link will be in the description as well. Thank you once again. Until next time.